Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome, everybody, to episode 14 of the Phone Buzz podcast, recorded November 26th of 2019. The show is brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast for all the latest news and extra content from the podcast. We've got a great show for you tonight. Holiday sales are in full swing. Apple is dominating the wireless headphone game. Elon Musk dropped the most polarizing truck of 2019, and we take a look back at the biggest tech flops from the year. My name is Evan Krauss. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How are you, man? I'm doing good. <laughs> good. And uh, Christian Crawford. How's it going? Good, 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 good. Oh, okay. Obviously, you don't hear what happens before uh, before editing, but it took us, I kid you not, 20 minutes to get through this intro. We started and stopped so many times. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna blame it on Zach this week, though. I'm okay um, with that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's fair. I'll take a blame. <laughs> no, but uh, for this week, we actually have a special special guest, uh, Denton Olsen. Hey. hey. How's everyone doing? <laughs> Doing excellent. Have you guys had a good week so far? It's been all right. You know, just I'm feeling a little started. sick tonight, but oh, great, oh. perfect. Stay away from me. <laughs> Gross. Do you guys good have any? You guys uh, don't live together. Yeah, or anything like that. <laughs> good thing I'm not going to get sick from that. No, uh, we've been trying to have Denton on for uh, I don't know since we started the podcast, and uh, it's finally happened. We finally have a week off school that we can do it. So yeah, mm-hmm. you guys just record too late at night. It just never lines up with my schedule really. So you're a dad, so like you go to bed at like nine. <laughs> I gotta be. I have class Monday through Friday. At 8 okay, dad. All right, boomer. Okay, boomer. <laughs> oh my god, loser. Wakes up early. This is how tonight's gonna go. All right. Exactly. Okay, I'll fire back. <laughs> All right. We got any juicy stories this week? Uh, not really a juicy story, but um, I got a really cool new keyboard. It's the Logitech G613 or something like that. I don't know if that's actually the name of it, but it's a tactile wireless keyboard. So it's got like the feel of a mechanical, but you know, the wirelessness of a wireless keyboard. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, Excellent description. It's, it's a, again, not a, not a juicy story or anything like that, but I, I love the thing already. I've had it for like four or five days and it's already changed my life for the better. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little jealous. Life. I think I might get one too. I don't know. It's like what eighty bucks off right now. It's like it's like more than fifty percent off. That's ridiculous. Highly recommend. Highly what about you, Dan? Got anything special? No, just kind of preparing for this coming Black Friday, like, and trying to mental, knock out all my homework. Mental prep. Exactly. That and he bought a bunch of health tech. Yes, <laughs> yes, I did. So, um, what'd you get there, buddy? I had a bunch of accommodations for all like the Withlings health items, and so is it Withlings or Withlings? I think there's an L. I don't, I don't know. know. I'd have to look it up. Twitter poll. Twitter poll. Um, but no, I got I got the body mass, body plus scale. And so, and that one's really cool. And then I got the blood pressure monitor. And I don't know if it's Withlings brand, but I got like a posture. It helps you with that the posture. That thing is annoying. That it, when it vibrates. Like if you <laughs> lean over too long, I think four seconds, it starts like vibrating your spine. It makes you what stand up. It's yeah. super interesting. I should have brought it tonight so you guys could test it out. It's nice. But uh, the scale is really cool. I actually just set that up today. And I was playing on it and so you stand on it and it tells you not only your weight your body fat percentage your bmi your how does it know that i don't so it's electricity it, elect- it sends electrical currents through your feet apparently but it tells you it also tells you how your bone weight so like i have seven pounds of bone oh. and then it tells you how much of your body mass is like uh fluid weight or water weight and i yeah. think that was like 130 something Interesting. tells you your um your fat weight and your muscle weight. I've been it telling was... people I've been big bone my whole life. <laughs> now I got proof. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm actually super skinny. Also, it is with things. There is no L. Boom. Okay. Well, my bad. My bad. No, that uh, that vibration thing is super annoying. I had it on for like two minutes. And apparently I have the worst posture in the world. Like, you wouldn't be able to tell by looking at me. But like, it, it went off every two seconds on me. It's definitely your shoulders. I think you carry your shoulders a little bit farther forward. I think it was just stretching it. Probably. But, like, you don't slouch. Like, it's got to yeah. be just in your shoulders. Maybe it wasn't, uh, what's, the, what's the word? It wasn't, um, it wasn't calculated correctly. We're, like, the same height and weight. We have very similar body structures. Yeah, I don't know about that. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Boomer. Zach, what about oh you? Oh, my. Dead <laughs> <laughs> uh, <That> meme alert. <laughs> no, I don't really have anything crazy. Um, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Next. Coming over here. Because it's like it's like four weeks in a row, man. I know. Like, <laughs> what are you bringing to the show? I I started off with like a bunch of cool stories. Do you have um, a bad life? I just have well, a boring life. You want to talk just, about it? I, we can just not talk about tech tonight. <laughs> we can turn this into a little like counseling little if you want. Out. Yeah, we're here for you, man. I don't I don't think we need that. Um, I I guess the most interesting story that I have was, um, I had a customer come in and. I completely forgot about this, but it, she had the lifetime screen re- re- replacement that we do mm-hmm. at her work, and so uh, she was like, "Hey, you remember me?" I was like, "Nope." Uh, I'm like, "Kind of. What's going on?" <laughs> Not at all. And she's like, "Oh, I just like I broke my screen. I have to get a new one." Then like as I like talked to her, it started hitting me in my mind. I'm like, "Oh wait." I'm like, "Yeah, I think I do remember you." And when I upgraded her phone, she had her friend with her. And they were talking about, like, I don't know how, like, we, oh, we were talking about Apple Care on mm-hmm. her phone. And she was like, yeah, I never really broke a phone. And their friend's like, oh, I have. <laughs> and I was like, and I myself have broke every single phone I've ever owned. Nice. Uh, so I always get Apple Care. And I was talking about that. And I was like, how did you break your phone? Well, she like, she's like, well, which one? I'm like, well, what was, like, the worst break you ever did? And my next boyfriend <laughs> no Break she goes <laughs> she goes well it was i don't know what was really going on but one night i i got home from the bars and then i don't know what i just heard the microwave and i microwaved <laughs> my phone what? Was like, no what? way and i was scrolling through twitter on my popcorn bag <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then so like i immediately started asking the question like did you like like, were you so inebriated? Like, you had something pulled up on your phone. You're like, oh, let me throw this in the microwave and cook it real quick. And she had no answers. But I was like, I was just throw, so thrown off. She was like, yeah, I microwaved a phone. God, I've never been to that level. Does that, like, like, does that, like, give toxic fumes out or something? Does that fry your battery instantly? Probably. Sure oh, yeah. It's got to mess some stuff up. Hardcore. Depending on how long she had it in there, I'm surprised it didn't, like, blow up. Yeah. yeah. Damn. That's not safe. <laughs> That's crazy. I think it was only a few seconds, but yeah, still, I was like... Probably. It probably really? started smoking right off the bat. <laughs> That's just not safe. Then <laughs> she ended up That's not buying Apple Care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've had anything this week. Well, I guess I did get to start streaming again for the first time. Not really related to work, but... Yeah, plug yourself. What are you on? Um, so, Twitch, currently. Um, I'll link, We'll link our, my, my Twitch name in the in Yeah, the we'll chat. see. It. We'll see. Yeah, maybe... <laughs> I did not know you <laughs> well, streamed your gaming. Yeah, everybody streams fun. at work. It's like, actually really fun. I you want to see somebody play subpar Call of Duty? <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think we're gonna have a one v one live on Twitch. One v one. Oh, I play some Call that, of Duty. I'm not very good, that. but that's play. okay. I'll uh. I'll Christian just gets pissed off all the time. Yeah, I'll carry you to victory. That's fine. That's all right. I have my I have my moments, but it, it gets upset. I'm sure it's hard for you to move your thumbs so fast. You're a little bit older. And, <laughs> a boomer a boomer yeah. <laughs> oh thanks <laughs> I, we're actually more impressed you know how to use that kind of technology yeah, so. yeah you, you've come a long way <laughs> thanks guys really really appreciate all the uh confidence boosting here tonight mm. i mean you you gotta expect it It took this long for you to finally come on you gotta no kidding we gotta give you maybe something. you guys should like redo your schedule not do it so damn late at night it's nine o'clock dude it's nine o'clock at <laughs> night it's just... we get done by 11 i don't see the problem here Let's get back. Let's get, let's just get straight <laughs> to the next segment. All right. It's yeah. time for everyone's favorite segment, the phone buzz fake news. fake news. So what we do here is we have some news <laughs> stories from the week. And while they did actually happen, or like you'll, you'll see uh, what I'm talking about here in a second. While they did actually happen, there are nuggets of truth and there's nuggets of fake news hidden within these, <laughs> these news stories. And so I will be reading them out to Evan, Zach, and Denton, and their job is to figure out what's fake and what's real. All right, let's do it. I hate this already. Already. I love it. I love it. Every year we carve out a day to take stock of what's most important in life, giving thanks to the things we have and enjoying time with people we love. Because when it comes down to it, that's really all we have in life, laughter and love. Psych! It's time for some hella good deals on all the latest tech just to squeeze an ounce of dopamine from your gravy and stuffing-filled brain. Come on down to your favorite electronics retailer, <coughs> it's Best Buy, to grab all the hottest Black Friday deals. We get $150 off Beat Studio 3 for the base-loving, treble-hating 12-year-old in your family, up to $400 off the iPhone 11 family with activation and forfeiture of your firstborn child. For just $99, you can add on the new iPhone 11 smart battery case. And last but not least, this is not Best Buy related. Um, available in elongated and round seat options, 
The Bio Bidet Luxury Bidet Seat keeps your poops sparkling even at nighttime with an integrated nightlight. You good there, Evan? <laughs> you might be saying to yourself, but I'm too poor to afford a high-quality turd cutter cleaner. <laughs> well, you're in luck. Costco is offering the deal of a lifetime, $180 off, bringing the luxury bidet to a crisp $169.99. So what do we have, gentlemen? What's what's real? What's fake news? Well, I know uh, the iPhone 11's fake. What are you talking about? Best Buy is offering up to five hundred dollars. So. Okay. All right, you got that. You got Pretty that. Pretty sure the ninety nine dollars for the smart case is not real. All right. So what actually is it? We're just gonna Pretty skip sure over the firstborn child. Is that? No. So the new battery case is actually one twenty nine. Does that say it's probably around one fifty? Yeah. Yep. One hundred twenty nine dollars for a battery case. Can we think about that for a second? <laughs> That's ridiculous. That's insane. It does have a camera, like physical camera shutter on it now. You can even wirelessly charge through it. Yeah, that's pretty actually pretty cool, but that is pretty cool. I don't know about one hundred twenty nine dollars cool. Yeah, not not worth it. What else you got? Um, I'm just really excited that we're talking about a bidet. I know. I purposely put that in there because I knew you'd have some opinions. I <laughs> I love our bidet. Talk about it. Yeah, seriously. Let's hear about it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> where to, where to begin, really? If you ever just don't feel right when you get out of the bathroom, <laughs> that helps solve your problem. That's the best way to say it. It does. It does. It, it's it's a refreshed feeling. You walk out feeling refreshed and ready to take on the day. You feel cleaner. Like you do it, feel cleaner. See, skip a shower. Use yeah, the bidet. I have yet to poop at your house, uh, but I'm also every time I look at it, I get very you get scared. intimidated. I get yeah. very intimidated. Yes, I, I a lot of things go through my head. Where is it going to hit? Am I sitting on the toilet seat right? Like, what level do I start Dude, at? Dude, it's like, so accurate. You think there's like, a camera? Just like it's gonna do. Just like the most pleasurable things in life. It looks scary. At one first. of my favorite. You into it. One of my favorite bidet experiences was when Christian actually had a group project at our house, and one of his oh. group members went in the bathroom oh, no. and was like, oh, "I gotta try this out." And all you hear is screeching like a. Ah! And he was like, he was, was 30, a, It was dead silent thirty seconds later. Yes, and he was a big guy. Like you did not know he could go that high pitch. And I was like, you went back. You went past the second notch didn't you he goes yeah i didn't believe it hurt so bad (laughs) (laughs) so what's that for something's like caught up there you just go on jet power Uh, that is that is a good question i don't know nathan used to say nathan used to say he used to crank it up all the time i I believe that i mean yeah he's he's nathan's another one of our friends that used to work with us you gotta you gotta condition yourself (laughs) in your poop loop to like get used to that pressure i mean like i just I don't know. Like, I really want to try it, but at the same time, try it out. Again, it looks so intimidating. I try it out. I did try it, and it dude, was. You have it was full control. Wonderful. It doesn't just happen. You, you. <laughs> but like, you dude, have the power. You have to like the the biggest part is like, what if I sit too far or sit too too close to the? It's spot? less of a problem than you think. I'm right? pretty sure everyone sits on the toilet very similar ways. Yeah. I'm sure I do, but like that thought process went. Turns out Evan gets on backwards the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you guys, <laughs> <laughs> that's not where that's supposed to go. <laughs> He likes having the table there on the back of the door. Oh, yeah, yeah. You put your, put your cereal, like put your cereal book up there. Yeah, but then you got to take your pants all the way off. I'm like someone at work who has to wipe from point. the front. That's how God intended it. <laughs> um, anyways, okay, what else we got fake news-wise? You got you got most of them. You got most of them. I mean, what Costco? Else is fake? So, <laughs> it's actually from Costco. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's a real deal. That's not Originally, when you started reading this, I didn't read it beforehand. I thought you were like reading a Best Buy commercial or no, something. I just wrote it. it like one. No, he's that good. Yeah, dude. I'm well, that good. Originally, I was going to say the commercial did not sound right, but now it makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> um, okay, so there are, there's for sure one thing that's not correct. Is it the $150 off beats? Uh, no, that's actually yeah, correct. Yeah, so they are $199 now. I was going to so say, I, I knew there was a, a saving, but I didn't know if it's the $150 saving. For the trouble hating 12 year old in your family. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, the only thing I think of is it's not 180 off for like 150 maybe so it is 180 dollars off however the price of okay. the let me get this correct the bio bidet luxury bidet seat is not 169.99 what do you think it is 269.99 just 69 i sure hope not because i got mine for 30 bucks and it works great <laughs> you want to hear this yeah it's 219.99 so, oh, a little bit more. My. Yeah. What, what does it do so that's so special? Um, well, look, it does it does wipe it you when it's done? It's got a heater. <laughs> it grabs uh, your balls and it <laughs> <it's> got, <laughs> massages them. While it's got it's some in. gold plating on it, I think. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll drop the link and you can check it out if you want to. Um, and if you have a Costco membership, which if you live in Missouri, you probably don't have. Why? Is, there's like no Costco's here, aren't there? Missouri. 
Huh? <laughs> I know Mid Rivers has one. And far. See, I didn't grow up in like St. Louis. That's probably like a big city thing, right? Yeah, it's gotta be. Say, there's a couple in St. Louis. I mean, we, we're we're a Sam's Club family here. I want a Sam's Club card. Dude, Sam's Club cards are Dude, dope. They're yeah, they're super nice. Your dad, <laughs> you don't have a Sam's Club card? Like, I thought if you like, hit I'm over... not a dad. I don't know. You're gonna make everyone think I have a kid or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let me clarify. Yeah. He's the age of a dad. Yeah. Well, I would say he's the I'm age 24. Of a dad. He, <laughs> Let me clarify he has, again. He acts like a dad. He has the mannerisms, some That's mannerisms perfect. of a dad. Wow. <laughs> you, can't, you can't even deny yeah. that. I just call him dad. Okay, Evan. He's got dad. Just, dad. Dad. <laughs> just kidding. Let's move on. All right. Let's move <laughs> into our first uh, non fake news story of the week. Um, so this week, Bloomberg reports that Apple is expected to ship 60 million AirPods in 2019. It's no secret that Apple's cash cow, the iPhone, has slowly plateaued when it comes to sales figures as the smartphone market as a whole reaches maturity. And if you want some dirty sales figures on it, um, Apple sold, this blew my, I had to check this against four different websites, sold $33.4 billion just this last quarter compared to $36.8 billion in the same time frame last year. Like in a matter of three months, they sold thirty-six billion dollars. That's crazy. Just on iPhones, which is like what ten billion a month, which is I'm not going to break it down more, but like a lot of money accurate. a day. <laughs> That's a at lot least of a bill. dollar a day. Yeah. At least a dollar a day. <laughs> He's oh not wrong. God. Yeah. He's just grossly incorrect. <laughs> um, whereas their wearables, and this is in in the report, the wearables, home and accessory segment, which is all grouped into one spot. Pulled in 6.5 billion, which is a 54% growth margin. My goodness, and that includes like AirPods and accessories like that. But let's be real, uh, close to zero percent of that is actually coming from the home category. Yeah, that HomePod sucks. Yeah, <laughs> it's awful. Is it actually? It sounds good. I think it, it sounds, sounds really good. It's just it not worth the price. Good. Yes. It's yeah. It's the price that's off. I mean, it at 199. It's actually not a bad price. It's 299. No, it's 299. Yeah, the sale was it on away. sale? It was a huge sale. Oh, okay, and now it's back up to. Because it I started mean, at four hundred, right? <clears throat> yeah, we Even, talked about this before, but yeah. I think one ninety nine would be a, a reasonable price for that. I right. should have yeah. bought it when it was one ninety nine. Because the Hub Max is like what two fifty, two hundred. Get two fifty. I think two forty nine. Yeah. Yeah. So like, if but they if they even that. undercut that price, that'd be kind of a uh, that's a reasonable position, I think. But yeah, I can't think of any other home product they have. But um, anywho, and thanks to the new and wildly popular AirPods Pro, please stop calling them AirPod Pros. It's AirPods Pro. Get get it right. Um, Apple is expected to ship more units than ever this holiday season, with some analysts estimating 60 million total shipments for 2019. My goodness. And of course, Apple is notorious for hiding sales figures, but this would be a doubling of the units that they sold last year. And if you want some more crazy numbers, Apple now owns 50% of the true wireless headphone market, which as a whole, is expected to pass 120 million shipments next year. So, my question for you guys, are you surprised by these numbers? No. Absolutely not. <laughs> I kind of thought that would be the answer, but um, it kind of goes into this, too, is, like, they. I remember when they got released in 2016, and, like, they had a really slow start. They got delayed by, I think, a couple months. Um, but, like, the the critical reaction at first was these things are ugly like they're never going to sell and they were too expensive but now everybody has them everybody and their dog has them so like what do you think changed from like now to where they're shipping 60 million units to the time that it got released and they were barely selling any anybody want to take a knack at that i mean i think the biggest thing was the the you're poor campaign i was, I was as a, that. I like to call it um it was basically <laughs> i i still fully believe that this started inside of apple I would love to think that the "you're poor" meme came from Apple. That'd yeah. be awesome. Like it just—it would <laughs> terrible, make, but awesome. It would make too much sense. Like it just came out of nowhere, and they were like cutting off headphones. Be like, "Oh, you're poor. You don't have AirPods." The next thing you know, like even where we work, people are flooding in. Hey, I need AirPods. I need AirPods, and yeah. like that really kicked off the marketplace. Uh, and it, it nobody even cared anymore because they didn't want to be called poor right so they just bought them <laughs> like like you said like it's a it's a huge backing by social media like you think all of the people that come in typically are either young or is a parent buying it for their kids yeah i'd say that's yeah. probably like, like 90, 60 more than yeah more than half the time easily. i would say yeah at least yeah way over half and that's usually what it happened that what you know that's usually how it goes and so it's a hundred percent backed by social media because they don't really have to it's kind of like the popeyes thing they didn't really have to Market it, Push, yeah, market it. It just yeah. kind of did it on its own. Right. People that had it were like, "Wow, this is actually pretty good." 
you guys that don't have it, you're poor. <laughs> Meme culture, bro. Let's say, and that, and then like the only once they started getting mass spread, the only issue people had with them was the fact that they still fit the same as normal AirPods. I Ear mean, pods. normal Apple headphones. Yeah, yeah. the AirPods. <laughs> and so like, uh, dumb names. Yeah, so it's either you bought them because you didn't mind how that looked, or you still stayed away. And yeah. now the AirPods Pro. You get to do the ear tests inside of them now, so you can get your perfect fit. You don't have yeah. to worry about how they fit in your ear. Yeah. So yeah. it kind of eliminates the little back half of that where it was stopping half the population from getting them. I'm still a little surprised at the AirPod Pros numbers just because. No, AirPods Pro. AirPods Pro. AirPods Pro. Bro. AirPods Pro. <laughs> wow. Savages on yeah, here. Yeah, bro. <laughs> um, but no, I just the fact that they're $250 and they're still selling so well, oh, yeah. that's surprising to me because I haven't heard them yet. They might sound really, really they good. They sound incredible. They're amazing. Do they sound better than like the Galaxy Buds? Yes. Because I know yeah, Evan, you had both, really? 100%. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Like, I, I would. Know, 250 is still a lot. I please. would. You know, like the Sony in ears that sell a lot? Which I don't know why. I don't sell Sony's ever since Christian bought a pair, but. Like, gross. Like, me personally, I think they sound like just as good. Uh, I mean, a little bit less, of course, because they're uh, in ears, but like, if oh, I had the option. Over the ear or in ear? What? You mean over the ear Sony's yeah. or in ear? Uh, I was talking about the in ears, but I would actually I would put the AirPod Pros personally with AirPods Pro. AirPods, yeah, AirPods <laughs> Pro. I messed it up there. Dish. Um, but I would rather have those than like QC thirty fives or the Sony one thousand. Oh, you take that back. Yeah, I don't know about that. Oh, I just well, my issue is I don't like over the ears. That's why I. Say I, I, I don't care for that. over the ears either. I don't either. The only time I use them is like when I'm doing homework and it doesn't. I don't care. Or if I'm drumming, obviously. Yeah, like, use them for weird reasons. Have. Like you just turn on like the noise canceling and just drum. Yeah, I, I typically wear. <laughs> I only typically wear my Q thirty fives when I'm pooping. Nice. Yeah, because then I don't. Have, yeah, and you won't answer my calls when I'm trying to call you when you're pooping. Whatever. Right. Wait, so you so you run in your room, grab your QC, <laughs> and put them on, and then go sit on the toilet. 100%. He calls them the Pew P35s. I knew you went to the bathroom weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> See, no, I'm Get serious. Get you a bidet, you'll never hear that thing in your life. No, typically <laughs> I do when like I'm mowing or something where like there's a very loud sound where I it's yeah. easy to just cancel it out. But yeah. yeah, sometimes when I'm pooping, you know. And those things are a godsend on uh, on airplanes. They're amazing. They're so nice. They're so nice. Yeah. But yeah, like I have this weird thing where I, I like listening to music while I'm studying and stuff, but I can't listen to anything really when I'm writing. It has to be I'm really same low way. volume. I'm the same So way. I prefer just like dead silence. Like if I'm doing any other thing but writing, I can blast music in my ear. But if I'm yeah. writing, I cannot focus and I don't know why. Yeah. But um, Back to the yeah. AirPods Pro. Um, the 249 price point, I, I was surprised like how much people ask for it. Cause it is like, it's not, it's not cheap by any means, but I think the, the first edition AirPods being like 179, 169, 159. Mm-hmm. Yep. 169. They're 159. 159. Uh, at the starting price point, I think they kind of dip people's toes into the premium headphone market. Cause like before that point, Apple had not had premium headphones mm-hmm. and now they're like, like every other category, they're now entering that category with a premium option that just like has one or two killer features that people yeah. flock to. That's true. But, I don't know. I still think they're kind of expensive, but I, from what I've heard, they sound great. I, I don't have an Apple phone, so I have no incentive. To I'm thinking about getting one though. Yeah, he is. Mm, yeah, not, it's not gonna podcast. happen. <laughs> also, I've been fighting my inner demons. You don't. You don't need an iPhone. Well, no, you don't need one, but, but you, you lose get, a lot like, of features. Nice, you get yeah. the nice pairing features and all that stuff. So the only thing you lose is the ear test. And then, like, being able to see your battery on screen. Well, also, like, the biggest reason I like the AirPods is because you can alternate which one you have in your ear for, like, phone calls and stuff. So you can have one while one's charging and then swap them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's actually how I sell them to, like, a lot of realtors and stuff who or people who are on the phone all the time. Yeah. And I don't, I wouldn't want to lose that. I feel like I'm paying the price and not getting everything out you, of it. You don't That's lose true. that anymore with the pros. The pros. Oh, they can work with, yeah. like, Android and stuff? Mm-hmm. And still yeah. Get, huh. uh, I Adam, did not know Adam, that. Adam has them, and yeah, you can just use Adam. one at a time. <laughs> Shut up. That's where that's where I originally like heard heard them and tested them out, and like like you said, yeah, two hundred fifty dollars is a lot of money, but a hundred percent is it worth it for those? They yeah. will. Hmm. If I have not got them yet, but I eventually will plan on it. Because didn't we all make bets about the how everyone was going to get them? Getting a pair tomorrow? I think that's so. What's up. Damn. What did you say? Sorry. I said, didn't we all make bets if you were going to get them or not? Because you specifically told yep. us you weren't going to. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yep. Hey, guys, should I order this? Turns out he's already had it on order. And it's already <laughs> yeah. Pick up. Just kidding. They'll Classic be here tomorrow. <laughs> That's the thing, too, is like I the the worth, like the value for it is just not there for me because like my $66 pair of headphones works perfectly great for what I need it for. So like, I don't know. If I cared about the true wireless aspect of those and the higher sound quality, if I didn't have the QC 25s, I think is what I have. They have the 20s. 
it's the, I think they're the they're, they're, wi- they're wired. Yeah, they're wired, but they're the special edition second series. I, um, whatever it, it, it's either twenty or twenty five. But if I didn't have those, like maybe I'd be interested in it. But ultimately, I need something for drumming. So I think we kind of kind of wrap that up. Um, okay, so now into this is one of our feature stories for this week, and we purposely wanted to have Denton on this episode because uh, I'd say he's a car guy. Would you would you identify as a car guy? Not necessarily a car guy. I just like really. Like unique cars. engineering. No, I mean, just... <laughs> I enjoy cars, well, I mean, like, yes. you've had, how many cars have you had in your lifetime? 14? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, he's a car guy. He, he can talk about cars a little bit. He's a car guy. Anyway. I, I can talk quite a bit about him, yes. Um, so, if you've not been living under a rock, um, Tesla just announced the new Cybertruck, which... Again, if you haven't seen photos, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. In also, the next length. if you have been living under a rock, yeah. they could have used it to smash the window. Jesus. <laughs> First wow. off, that was Very, like a we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> we'll not. get to that. Okay, uh, so for months, Elon Musk has been teasing a brand new all electric truck from Tesla, one that promises to shake up the industry and turn heads, which it definitely has. Uh, Musk himself claimed that the pickup is inspired by the movie Blade Runner and, quote, looks like an armored personnel carrier from the future. That's from his Twitter. Um, Tesla's strategy for years has been to progress, or excuse me, to make progressively more affordable electric vehicles that take the latest in tech and eye-catching design to break into a, a historically difficult uh, and to enter automotive market. So this last Thursday, the Tesla Cybertruck was announced on stage in Los Angeles, and we got a look at the long-hyped vehicle. To kick off the presentation, Musk said that, quote, trucks have looked the same for 100 years and nothing's really changed, end quote. And that was kind of the theme for the whole event. Um, they really just dug into, like, all the different automakers, especially Ford, because they have the Ford F-150, which is the most popular car in America. Not just truck, but car. Um, so we'll get into just how different this truck looks, but first let's dig into some specs. Uh, feel free to jump in on any point in this uh, part, guys, but... Uh, so the base model, a single motor configuration, starts at 40 grand and gets you a 250 mile range. The second config is a dual motor model that reaches 300 miles, and the top configuration with tri-electric motor can go 500 miles, which is I think the longest in any Tesla car. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, on a single charge, and it, it clocks zero to 60 in just 2.9 seconds, which is incredible. That's, That's yes. pretty Outlandish. baller. I um, mean, even the lowest model, I believe. Is zero to sixty in six point less than six point five seconds, yeah. which is appreciable. which yeah. is still incredible for a truck at least. Yeah, I mean that beats most a lot of. Sport and it's cars. only forty thousand dollars. You can't talk trash on this vehicle. I mean, the only <laughs> you, you, you can't. He's already giving fast. his opening argument. <laughs> <laughs> I would say you can't talk trash on it because it looks terrible. All right. Um, anyway, then we'll get to that. <laughs> I, I mean, also at forty thousand though too, like you can go get a Jeep Gladiator cheaper still. Yeah. So you can get it, but you, they don't perform like this truck. I don't know. I wouldn't with a single motor versus a Jeep Gladiator. I I think it'd be pretty close. I wouldn't know the exact comparison on that, but I can tell you, bang for the buck, the amount you can put, like the towing capacity on this thing. Yeah, I didn't have the towing capacity on there, but do you know them off the top of your head? I. It's a lot. So I believe the it's ten thousand. I think for the base model, it's all about ten thousand pounds um, towing capacity. And they also have you can buy like a trailer that goes with it that it has the same like geometric type styling i don't yeah. know if you guys have seen the trailer yeah. or not. and it's not, i have that's tough it and looks the, just as bad as the truck <laughs> all right zach you are wrong <laughs> and the in the autopilot feature uh can actually like hook those things together automatically yes and then cool. for seven thousand oh dollars more you can get like a um it's a fully like automated driving feature or something like yeah. that they do have yeah. the one thing i really like a lot too uh, about this truck, though, besides the fact that it looks terrible, like I've said four times, and I will continue continue to say, is the every single model you get uh, automatic, or you can set up the air suspension also. Yeah, the automatic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, I have that included in there too, um, which actually gives it 16 inches of ground clearance, which uh, is the highest of any production truck in the market. Which I'm not a big truck guy, but one thing that's always blown my mind is like. You see these Chevy trucks that have just these massive front grills that almost scrape the ground, yet it's supposed to be an off-road truck. Like I've never understood that that logic. You're exactly right. Yeah. Like, it doesn't what, make any like, sense. You have all these people that buy these trucks, and you know, everyone. Some people raise it entirely too much, but a lot of people just raise it up a little bit because they take it off-roading or on a farm or something. Right. Why not just take it that way from the factory? Like I just I don't get that. It's also, like almost touching the ground. Towing capacity starts at seventy-five hundred pounds. <sighs> 
goes up to 10,000, then the tri-motor has okay. 14,000. Maybe that's what, because the dual motor is the one I want. I think that's the, because it's right at 50,000, so yeah. that's why I knew the 10,000. Because I read that's most tough. about the dual motor one. Yeah. That's so cool. Um, it also features, uh, like we said, an autopilot comes standard with like full automation, um, optional for $7,000. Features a 17-inch touchscreen tablet at the control center. It has outlets to charge tools or even the electric ATV they announced alongside it, which is pretty sweet. Um, which with that i think you can only get or as of now you can only get that atv with an add-on of the truck so you have to purchase the truck to get the four-wheeler interesting mm. but That's cool. it, there it, he apparently said that he's eventually going to sell it like as a standalone product but the at the beginning dope. Yeah, the four-wheeler is pretty cool. sweet um and speaking of design uh, if you haven't seen it check it out on our twitter page or just bing it for yourself uh <laughs> bing it for yourself <laughs> It's still a very uh, you know, I, reputable I see. and usable you had to search use Bing because we have a boomer here. That's right. Yeah, yeah. we, we got to use. I'm his more terms. of a duck, duck, go type of guy, so let's calm down. As Jeeves, don't I don't want them tracking me. <laughs> um, it's based on an exoskeleton design as opposed to the traditional body on frame design that cars are pretty much entirely based on nowadays. Um, and because of that, the Cybertruck is able to achieve a super spacious interior, and this is coming from like YouTube reviews that, I, that I've seen, mm-hmm. um, within the dimensions that is smaller than the most popular truck in America, as I mentioned, the Ford F-150. So it's not any longer, it's not any taller, it's not any wider than it, but the interior is so much bigger because they have the exoskeleton as opposed to like just a body on a frame. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I, like watching the videos of all of the reviewers, I was just thinking like, if, if you got T-boned, while you're driving this truck, that car is screwed. The, the car, other the car, car yeah, the you, other one. You're just gonna. What's gonna happen is you guys can't see this. That's listening, but like the the car would just go boom, and the truck wouldn't even move. The truck would just be like, yeah, what's up? <laughs> yeah, what's up? Some hitting. There's well, actually a, also, a lot for of talk those of you about listening. That. In your head, that played out exactly how we yeah. saw it. Yeah, you were spot on. You were spot on. <laughs> but um, there's like actually a, a lot deer, of talk about deer just splits in half. <laughs> <the car keeps driving>. <laughs> <laughs> disintegrates <laughs> this is nobody found i think we hit one <laughs> i wish Worse they had showed more crash te- uh, crash testing on like the demo or something there's a lot of people talking about that because they're worried about what it's going to do to other people on the road like oh, yeah. they're not so much worried about what's going to happen to the person driving yeah. it's what that car is going to do to other vehicles yeah because uh yeah. I, I thought i had this in the notes but i guess i skipped over it it's made from like 30 times Cold rolled steel. steel. Yeah, yeah, so cold rolled steel. <laughs> uh, so you have normally hot rolled steel and cold rolled steel. Hot rolled steel generally has lower production costs, but it has a really bad surface finish. And when you heat it up like that, you lose some of the material's integrity. Cold rolled steel, you heat it below its recrystallization temperature, and it causes some internal stresses once it's there, but you get a really nice surface finish and more accurate uh, cutting dimensions. Because hot rolled steel, whenever it's heated up, once it, sh- it once it cools, it shrinks a lot. So it's really hard to get accurate angles and things like that with it. See, this is why we First had thing, them on today. A couple things. <laughs> Do you say accurate? Accurate. Okay, I'm Sorry. pretty sure you said accurate every That's single time. That's what he pulled out of that. That's Man. what he pulled out of that little piece. <laughs> no, piece there. I was first going to say, <laughs> please, can you, say, can you uh, put that back in English? Basic, that was a lot of big fucking... Hard rolled steel. Hard rolled steel looks really ugly when it's done, well. and it shrinks. It looks gotcha. just really gross. And um, cold rolled steel can keep a really nice look. That's why it, you, they don't have to paint it or anything. It's oh, just okay. straight cold rolled steel. Yeah. And, and it yeah. It's the and same also, stuff they use on the... Um, the spa- I, I had this somewhere. Where, where is it? Anyways, it's the same stuff they use on like one of their rockets that they just made to, to like go to Mars. So it's like using... like space grade metal. yeah that's cool yeah. and another thing is that uh it's a lot harder which means it's a lot more resistant to scratching and stuff that's why they were take a sledgehammer to it in the thing and it didn't scratch didn't or dent scratch. That's dope. i mean this thing is borderline indestructible it's besides what zach keeps bringing up in the windows but just kind of concerning that goes zero to 16 two points <laughs> right it's it's, it's <laughs> you can't hit can't hit it but if you get the window if you ever wanted to drive a bullet this is i it. read i read a hot take that actually i'm pretty i, I kind of believe it um the i think it was linus tech tips they said he believes that that bear, like that ball bearing demo, was actually on purpose, and they knew it would break. Because if you think about it, like the most, like the biggest companies have always had like these huge gaps in at least one of their presentations. Um, like Apple had like the 4G antenna thing. Um, 
I can't think of the second one, but like that, that grabbed a lot of headlines, mm-hmm. and people are instant like they already knew about the Cybertruck, but now it's like everybody's sharing it because that window broke. There was also one with the when they announced Samsung whenever it can wirelessly charge with the back. Oh, and it didn't. It work. took them like a lot of times to get it working. Yeah, it, yeah. I I see what you're saying now. Yeah, you always so, like, have some like weird a hiccup. PR stunt. Yeah, like they had a, a huge like windows are supposed to break. Like the fact that this that this didn't break is like you kind of expected it chucking a ball bearing at it but the thing probably weighed like 10 15 pounds oh yeah it's one of those things they can come out uh, a couple I I really had to throw it yeah <laughs> franz hello franz his name was franz he's the lead designer at tesla but um it's one of those things they can come out in a couple months later and be like yeah we fixed it ha 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 that was funny and like people are interested in that story and they would kind of want to see the follow-up to it so i don't know if that's true but like there's some i think there's some legitimacy to it they say the truck is supposed to be able to withstand a nine millimeter bullet i'm not sure why they're advertising that like my car doesn't just get shot up all the time (laughs) because the president now has a safe vehicle to travel in the what the president oh yeah i mean it's pretty i don't know if you're gonna i would would use bigger than a nine millimeter (laughs) have you ever i don't know if you can i can't i paused i paused and was like uh okay donald trump is definitely shutting down the podcast now (laughs) we had a close run in a couple weeks ago but now it's it's official r.i.p we didn't make it to episode 15 (laughs) jesus christ all right um so now the part that you probably (laughs) uh tuned in to hear us talk about the design and the looks and we've already got a little bit of debate going so i just i just want to give some initial reactions zach you have like surface level thinking you can't expand your oh, mind no, is that why i mean and they're off i completely i completely understand why it looks the way it does but it still does not look good it looks amazing but i have nothing else to say i mean i, like, I think we're at an impasse <laughs> They, the design is the way it is. So the back is longer than the front, so they can roll up that tonneau cover. They can store solar panels in there. Like every ounce of that vehicle is utilized, whether it's for free space on the interior or for like the plug-ins and the tonneau cover and all that stuff. It just makes sense. All the trucks, have, all the other trucks on the market are wasted space. But like, why that does doesn't it need, like straight line? Why does <laughs> why does it need to have such a long? Uh, why does it need to have a cover anyways? Like, you can still add covers to trucks nowadays. See what I'm saying? Yeah, like a, yeah. But, like, yeah. because... I mean, it's not as, like, So, here's the thing. Elon Musk, wanted, Elon Musk wanted to create a vehicle that was unique and change the way we view cars. Because not only trucks, but cars as well. I mean, they look pretty similar from, like, your 1980s vehicles, too, you know? Yeah. They haven't changed much. And so, you can't redesign without coming out with your own add-ons so, you know what i mean like there's no tonneau covers are going to fit that so are you saying tonneau 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 yes okay tonneau tonneau i'm just, I'm just i want to clarify because i'm sure some of the audience like all 50 of them have been like wondering <laughs> but um you know th- those are not made right now so he's like well why don't i just add it in myself and utilize that space add solar panels now i know you can get only like 15 minutes of charge but right yeah, fair enough. Um, which I mean, like, or fifteen miles of charge. Fifteen. If you're yeah. using just the, the solar panels on the tonneau cover, uh, you get fifteen miles of charge. Which, if you're like stuck somewhere, is actually a huge deal. Um, so I just kind of want to give some initial reaction from like the tech community. So Jerry Rig everything. He said it kind of looks like someone built it in a garage, and I I, I agree. Like it looks like somebody <laughs> just took like some sheets of metal and just like screwed. It's a truck. <laughs> um, M- MKBHD said. Uh, it looks like a low poly render of what the truck was supposed to look like. <laughs> low poly. Uh, Elon Musk himself said it doesn't look like anything else, which I'm inclined to believe him. <laughs> um, but yeah, that does kind of get to the the point. Is like it's not really for looks, which again you can kind of have your own opinion on it one way or another. But um, I don't know. It's kind of grown on me. Like when I saw the uh, the demo video, like when it's actually driving, it actually kind of looks. Yeah, really it looks cool. really good. I mean, it's all built for practicality. I mean. Right. As well as when you get inside, you get inside any other truck and you have like your big console and you have all the different dash tools and stuff. He put all that stuff in one 17 inch screen. Yeah. You know, why not use a computer? Everyone knows how to work tablets nowadays. Yeah. And added in an additional seat where you can actually sit in, like an adult can fit in the front. You can fit six yeah, has, people in that car. Yeah, say three in front, three in back, which trucks have had for a while, but like it doesn't have the cabin space that this one has. Yeah. So that does make a big difference. Another thing that I wanted to put in here um, that actually I saw from MKBHD's. Uh, video which i'm sure you watched as well mm. um he said the reason why people are having such or one of the reasons they're having such a hard time getting used to the look is because like you were saying earlier trucks have not looked 
that much different from you know the last hundred years so yeah. the when this finally happens you're like wow this is so different i don't know yeah. if i can back it that's why everyone's freaking out because it's such a rapid and such such a big change oh, yeah. from like yeah. what they've actually looked like it's like for a while it's gonna it's gonna take a little while for people to get used to the look yeah but i think the longer it's out and the more you start to see it on the, on the road you're gonna get used to it and you're probably gonna like it it's just yeah. so unique and so different that's why i like it I'm sure that's another reason why you like it. Yeah, I feel like you just get a lot just, more bang for your buck. Yeah, I mean, it's, just it, so it, it's made with, they're actually thinking while they're creating this truck. Right. They're not just trying to add on additional, like, random features like they do in other cars. Building it for use cases. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's like the OnePlus. That phone is so different. That phone, it has a pop up camera. Hell it's, yeah, it does. It's, it's so cool and it's unique that it really catches people's eye. Yeah. At first, I know when I had the OnePlus, people were like, oh, is that going to, like, is your camera just going to break or snap off? Like, well, if well, I no, hit you in the face with it. Yeah, it's meant to do this, and that's yeah. that's kind of what the truck is. You know, it's meant to look like this for a reason. It stands out. It's gonna catch a lot of people's attention, good or bad. Yeah, it that's makes the me, point of it. It makes me wonder if like that that poly design makes it easier to repair since it's just like sheets. Like I, I don't know exactly what the engineering was that that went into it, but like it feels like bodywork might be a little bit easier, or it might be way more difficult. I don't see. I don't yeah, know. well, it's also support. gonna just. I mean, overall, it's gonna be really hard to even need bodywork. You know, like. That's what I like. It's not painted, so you can drive it, get it scratched up, and it's not going to look any different with how hard that steel is. <laughs> the, train, the train, the train, the train stops going for and tracks. <laughs> Which I mean, kind of ties back to uh, the uh, the quote from Jerry Rig Everything. He said, because he's a truck guy, he said he's been driving a uh, Toyota Tacoma for like 15 years. He said the usefulness is more important than the appearance of the truck, even if you like it or don't like it, um, because ultimately he didn't say that. I said that because ultimately a truck is a tool. So I mean, that's kind of. The conclusion that Perfect. at least didn't came to exactly. I mean, yeah. I I fully agree with that too. Like, yeah. I I like. Did we the, convert you, Zach? What? <laughs> did we convert you? Did we change my mind? No, I think we did. <laughs> I mean, I've always liked everything the truck can do. I just don't like the way it looks. Like, I understand the way it looks is because it's what it does. Yeah. Like I get that, but I don't know. Like even with cars, like. I, I love cars, too. Mm -hmm. uh, I haven't owned as many as Denton, but I've always enjoyed them. And I think the biggest thing that gets me, though, is I like a car with curves. Yeah. This doesn't have <laughs> curves. Do. It's Everything's straight lines. It's jagged. Like it's, it's But rough. everything has curves. It's rough on the eyes, though. And that's my... That's my like because it's making it. a stain. It, it looks like somebody just took a design and said like, okay, we have a basic design. I'm done with it. I know that's not the case 100, percent but that's how yeah. it looks. That's See, how. See, one I thing heard I described as a brutalist design, which makes sense. Yeah. yeah. One thing I think is they more so thought, what do we want this truck to have? And then they built the design around what they instead of building the design first and then adding in everything in and later, like they do with, in my opinion, a lot of the other trucks on the market, because. They haven't changed so much, you know. It was yeah. this this one. I think they said, "What do we want this truck to have? How you know, how far do we want this truck to be able to go on the battery and things like that?" And then built the design around that, and that's yeah, what I like about the concept. it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you want to grab the truck, you can pre-order it right now. It's a hundred dollars down, which I is want to do it. totally refundable. Um, and it's it's entering production in late twenty twenty one, and all the the different sources I saw said. Um, it's going to come out in either late 2021, which is probably unlikely, or more likely is early 2022 or mid-2022, which is, I, I think it's the first time I've said 2022 out loud. I know like this, is, this is kind of going back to MKBHD, but I know yeah. that he was kind of bashing on the look, yet he still pre-ordered it. Yeah. I want to know how many people bashed it, but actually still put that They've down. They've got like 200,000 well, pre-orders. I mean, yeah. A lot of right people are saying they're pre-ordering it just for like, I guess... What, what do they call it? The flex? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, okay. yeah. yeah. He got that one right. Where, where was like? I was, I was going to say, I hate the design too, but like, if I had the money to spend on it, I would probably pre-order it and get it too. Yeah. Just because like, I do love the practicality of it and like Denton said, it's the most bang for your buck. Yeah. Because um, I've kind of been looking at getting a truck myself just because cars aren't that practical. Like, they have great gas mileage, but like, if you're if you ever need to like move and tow stuff, you can't gas do doesn't it. matter when your truck is electric. Boom. It, that, it, yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm Hell saying. Yeah. Like it's a great price point. Like I'm kind of considering it, but one thing that throws me off about the design is like the back of the car. Like the distance from the LED lights to the very bottom is very long. Yeah, I don't know why that that just throws me off a little bit. But anyway, yeah, but I love that those pictures of from the cabin 
to the bed of the truck. It looks really pretty. Yeah. Looks like Christmas lights year round. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see uh, when it uh, actually finally releases. And of course, they said they're going to be releasing new specs um, along the way, uh, you know, before production time. So that'll be pretty interesting. Um, okay, so should we move on to the next story? Anybody got any other anything else? I could up? talk about this all night. I'm sure. Yeah, you, I bet you could. All right, I didn't write a little preamble for this, but um, one thing I came across in the course of researching for this episode was uh, a video from CNET, and it was the five biggest tech flops of the year. Um, yeah, so I'm interested to see, first of all, if we agree with it, and second of all, like what it actually is. So let's start out. Number five, biggest tech flop of the year is AT&T's 5G-E, also known as 5G Evolution. <laughs> How many times do we get the question, what do you mean my iPhone doesn't do... F- 5G. Oh. It says it when I'm in Kansas City. <laughs> it says my phone's no, doing 5G right not now. How that works. <laughs> I'm getting better speed in you, bro. I had a guy come in, I'm not getting you, today, and he's like, yeah, like I was just in 5G in St. Louis, and like it, the speeds were even slower, and I went, hold up, hold, hold, hold up. <laughs> what phone do you have, buddy? He's like, I have an iPhone 7 Plus. I'm like, nah. I don't want to be this guy, but you <laughs> did not it, have 5G <laughs> in St. Louis for uh, multiple reasons. This advertisement of the 5GE, I think... I, it really hurt people's cognitive ability to understand 5G overall. Like you oh, have absolutely. to have a phone that can support it. Like that's the first thing that people don't get. Is yeah. Your phone has to have the 5G capability. It really they showed me how uneducated the market is. They like, just downloaded more yeah. random my phone. It's the same. Yeah. Exactly. It's exactly oh, that. God. Downloading hardware. Um, so yeah, and because of, because of that false advertising, um, Sprint actually sued AT and T for misleading consumers, and that resulted in a settlement for an undisclosed amount. But it's probably like. A good amount of millions. Yeah. I think dollars. it's funny that Sprint is the one that decided to sue. Like, like, I all right, feel like it would be Verizon. We're taking so up this cause. Sprint was like the first one with 5G like towers going up. Mm-hmm. And that's why Sprint was the first one to do it. Because Sprint was the first company to put 5G on the ground. And then AT&T said, well, hey, we're your first competitor. Whereas Verizon kind of took a back seat and perfected it. More oh, or okay. less. That's so Verizon's in more cities now. now. And it's good. But yeah, AT and T did their 5G E and did not claim that it's just unthrottled 4G. So. God, it's so stupid. And like from from the three people that have come in to talk about it, like it didn't actually improve their speeds. At oh, least from, I know from their I, personal experience. When I've had it, it yeah. didn't do anything. Yeah. If anything, it gave me actual 4G LTE speeds. I was supposed to be getting. Exactly. Like it just, it just, it's unthrottled. It was me so what if I was you're in the same, like if you're in the St. Louis area or Kansas City, wherever. Like where you have the ability to be capped after your data usage, 5GE doesn't give you that cap. Is yeah. all it is. Yeah, so True. stupid. Anyways, number four, and I might have to explain this one a little bit because I didn't know what this was all about. Number four, the National Enquirer. So Jeff Bezos said that AMI, who is the publisher behind the National Enquirer, which is like a tabloid that you see like in the checkout lines at Walmart. Um, attempted to blackmail Bezos by threatening to publish lewd photos of Bezos and his then mistress when he uh, was, you know, before he went through his divorce. Which, side note, uh, Bezos' uh, ex-wife is now the third richest woman in America or in the world, just from that divorce. I mean, I think she was a pretty successful businesswoman before that point, but she is now the third most wealthy woman in the world. Crazy. So she has I, thirty-four some odd billion dollars. I need to say something that. Is funny. I thought that said <laughs> ten mistresses. Photos of Bezos with his ten mistresses, and I read that three times. And up until you just said it out loud, I read ten mistresses. Oh, it says that I see. I see the confusion, but you know, I can read, so it's not a problem. Um, yeah, like there. Okay, I looked into this. And I spent okay. I spent like probably forty-five minutes trying to figure out what the story was all about. Because the tech flop. I, it's because he owns Amazon. That's what I'm saying. It's like, we can talk about our disagreement with this list, but there was so much stuff like in the background of like, they're trying to publish lewd photos of him and people connected to the Trump campaign in 2016. Like it was just this giant rabbit hole, but ultimately Bill it Gates? didn't work because Jeff Bezos like released his own lewd photos. So. Doesn't Bill Gates have more money than Bezos again? Yeah. He just, okay. he just crossed him. I think a week ago. Wait, say that again. Who that did? makes me happy. Yeah. Who did? Uh, Gates Bill just Gates. surpassed Be- Bezos again because Bezos was in the lead for a couple of years, wasn't he? Yeah, for for a little bit of time because now he's over like 130 billion, something like that. I wouldn't know. Just an unfathomable about amount of money. It's stupid. Um, okay, so number four biggest tech flop, or excuse me, number three, number three biggest tech flop of the year is Movie Pass. 
So for ten dollars, oh, <laughs> for ten dollars a month, uh, you can see one movie per day, which sounds like a great idea. But like, if you're running that company, there's an obvious cash flow problem because like movie tickets are what fourteen bucks. Yeah, like, like the cheap. I know the cheapest in our town. I think is twelve dollars for a standard one, and it's yeah. like eighteen for IMAX or something. Or like I think if you're a student, it's seven. So, but still very expensive. I mean, you go see two movies in a month and you've already like run them in the red. So yeah. obviously there's an issue with money there. And after months, because this was back in like, what, 2016, 17, this came out originally? Yeah. Um, after months and months and even years of quote unquote pivoting the service, MoviePass called it quits officially on September 14th. Um, but, you know, on a bright side, this did prompt theaters like AMC uh, to release their own subscription models, which... You know, if you go to the movies like once a week, you actually save some money that way. So it's not all bad, but ultimately, Movie Pass. Like, I remember first hearing about that, and people are like, "Hey, man, are you getting Movie Pass? Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah, you pay ten bucks a month, and you can go see as many movies as you want." I remember that they're talking all about it at work, and I kind of, I wanted to sign up really bad, but I just didn't ever know when I'd have time to go actually utilize it. It was gonna be another one of the subscriptions right. I pay for and never use. I I used it for a little bit back, Did you? yeah, when I was, lived in St. Louis before I moved up here. Um, and it was amazing because, like, same thing. I didn't go to the movie every single uh, day, but twice twice a month you paid for it. Yeah. Um, the only issues were, like, if it was opening weekend, you couldn't use it, of course. Mm-hmm. So, like, you had to wait until it kind of died down. But, I mean, I would just wait a couple months and then go see that movie then. And it yeah. pays for itself after two movies. Uh, the only, like... The only real hiccup that it had was even during the whole use, the app sucked. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was still hit or miss if it wanted to work or not. And that was, like, the biggest issue. I mean, $10 a month, but you probably spent, like, 30, 35 minutes trying to get a ticket to this movie because the, <laughs> the app was so bad. And you missed the movie. <laughs> Better get some popcorn. Yeah. Um,. Okay, so number two, getting close to number one. Number two, biggest tech flop of the year is the Galaxy Fold. I knew I'd see it somewhere on the list. Yep. yep. It'd be there. <laughs> uh, so we kind of know what's up with this one if you follow tech whatsoever. But uh, Samsung has been teasing foldable phones for quite some time, even back to 2014 at CES. And they finally released their official product, the Galaxy Fold, in April of 2019. And shortly after reviewers got it, guess what? They started breaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a problem with the hinge mechanism. The screen was scratching. You could peel off the screen protector, and suddenly it was effed, for lack of a better word. Um, so, yeah, they pulled it back, and then they delayed that release for one month, two months, three months. I don't know how long it is from April to September, but they had eventually delayed it to... <laughs> five to, months. <laughs> good job, buddy. Um, they, they delayed it to September, um, and now consumers can actually get it in their hands, but... Um, yeah, initially a huge flop. I've not seen any big stories on it since it's been released, so I assume it's all fixed. I don't know. Um, well, even if it's not fixed, they give you that premium membership where it's only $170 to fix the screen. Right. Well, actually it's included, but, oh, yeah, it's, yeah. but to fix the screen, $170, yeah. Bucks, yeah. Which um, we've all kind of talked about our Galaxy Fold impressions. Um, Denton actually came with me to Las Vegas when I was able to see the Fold in person. Um, and I have a video of, like, the first time you open up that phone, but, like, what was your initial reaction to it? It was smaller than I thought it was going to be. It was a lot smaller than I thought it was going to be. Like That's the internal screen. Oh, thanks. <laughs> and I also, I also did not like like how it felt in my hand when it was closed. Like the long, slender look. Uh, I don't know, just did not like it. There's actually a weird. It's like it's like a, like a Cybertruck of phones. Yes, but <laughs> uglier. <laughs> okay. Um, there's actually a guy that comes in a Best Buy. Christian works with him often. Yeah, um, we've, I think we talked about like, uh, I think yeah. the last five episodes. His name's Neil. He's oh, a, oh, okay. I didn't know yeah. if I could say the name or not. Yes. <laughs> no, he's a super cool guy. Neil brought his in the other day, and I was looking at it. Did he? Yeah. He what? He bought a 4XL the other day. Like recently? Yeah, it was yes. on a really good deal. All right, yeah. what's the over-under on him returning? Give him four days. <laughs> four days from Four days from now. From November 26th. Yep. If it doesn't break, I had a Pixel coming the other day. Pixel 4XL. The other day. And the guy had bought it... It came in two days ago, and I think he bought it on October 30th, and it was already black. Like, it didn't turn on, didn't charge, just did not work. And I was, there's been countless issues with that phone. It blows my mind. Like, the, if you look at our unlock cage next to the mobile department. There's more open box. <laughs> and there's just the amount of open box stickers on Pixels. I think, out of, I think out of the 10 phones up there, I think three of them are Pixel 4s or 4XLs. I think, like, another three are Pixel 3s. Another two are, like, the 3As, and the rest is, like, like an open box, like Note 10 or something. 
Like I and again, that's the thing is like I don't want to see that pixel fail, but God, it just they're doing something wrong. Obviously, yeah, they are. Like when when the average consumer is like, yeah, no, I can't do this. They just return it. I wonder if they're going to come out with a foldable phone. I don't see Google. Yeah, yeah. I, I just don't understand the whole. F- I get wanting a bigger screen in your pocket and things like that, but I just don't care for the foldable phone wave that we're getting. Like LGs, yeah, uh, that one bugs me too with what the notch. Razor? Oh, the yeah. What about so the razor? yeah, it's a good question too. Is like so folding from quote unquote normal size phone to bigger phone, that seems to be a problem. But like the initial reaction from the razor, where you're folding from a really small device to a bigger device in your pocket, like normal phone size, do you prefer that? I think the razor looks better than the fold for sure. Yeah. Like just cosmetically. I don't know. I just don't see the foldable screen, no matter how you engineer it. I don't see it lasting as long as like current phones can last. Like just the constant opening and closing. I know they put these things through like stress tests and stuff, but you clearly know, we've seen that doesn't necessarily work. And yeah. A lot of people, Samsung's on number two. On yeah, this list. A lot of people buy phones, you know, and expecting it to last. Well, some people upgrade every two years, but some people expect it to last four or six years. Yeah. There's no way you're going to get that long, that length of time out of a foldable which device. have you guys seen like the uh, the breakdown of how the razor actually folds up it's pretty cool um so so lenovo owns Motorola. oh wait no, no it goes down in the thing doesn't it yes yeah. so lenovo has been um kind of famous for their interesting shall i say uh hinge design for their for their laptops and so they use some of that tech inside the motor razor so like if you look at it in person if or if you watch a video it kind of like the bottom of it the bottom half that you actually grip kind of bends down and back while the while the screen like kind of folds inwards. So there's not much of a crease on it, which means you don't have that line across the screen. And it's actually a lot more stable compared to like the Galaxy Fold fold. But again, yeah, that, that's a good point. Like foldables have not been tested for more than like six months. And so their their durability is a huge question. But I agree. That's, uh, that's why, uh, again, Samsung's number two on this list. Shall we go to number one, ladies and gentlemen? Number one, biggest tech flop of the year, according to CNET on YouTube.com, Facebook and Libra coin. <laughs> Facebook's latest attempt at world domination comes in the form of Libra, its self-made global cryptocurrency that promises to... I didn't in that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at them like, wait. Um, anyways, it's supposed to like decentralize banking and be like an unregulated version of it, basically cryptocurrency. It's got some other like... I'm not an engineer for this stuff, but it's got some other hidden things that are supposed to make it more secure. And it's actually backed by like real currencies, like a combination of real currencies. So it's not as volatile as like Bitcoin. For Either me. way though, I, I just wouldn't trust my finances to Facebook. I don't exactly. think with the amount of issues I they've had. Trust like anything to Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> and again, yeah. Placing your money in Facebook's control doesn't exactly sound like a great idea, especially after the company grossly mishandled consumer data in the Cambridge analytical scandal. Um, or Analytica scandal, excuse me. So, you yeah, know, it's I like agree. we're going through this scandal about not respecting privacy. Let's make a cryptocurrency Let's and handle all people's money. money. Facebook. <laughs> it's a great idea. That's um, ridiculous. Yeah. So PayPal. So they they announced this and they went to Congress about it because they, of course, were under a bunch of scrutiny. Um, they had what's called like the Libra Coalition or whatever, and there was like twenty seven brands in it. So PayPal actually became the first to leave the Libra Coalition. And then six other major brands uh, major brands, followed shortly thereafter, including Visa, MasterCard, eBay. Uh, most likely, like, we don't know exactly why, but most likely due to increased government scrutiny and risk. Because, like, they had, like, a like a weekend of, like, four-hour sessions where they're just, like, asking them stuff about Facebook and, like, why should we trust you with our data? You shouldn't. <laughs> you were literally you here two should. months ago about Cambridge Analytica. So, like... I don't blame him for that. So no, yeah. My question to you guys: Do you agree with this list? Like, what would you say is your number one tech flop of the year? Honestly, I would put the fold at number one. Yeah, the fold was a pretty bad one. That was terrible. I don't it know did. enough about number four, the National Enquirer. So I was, was gonna, I was gonna bring up, get rid of number four, the National Enquirer, and throw the Pixel Four in there. <laughs> That's yeah. not a bad idea. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Oh my god. Um. I don't know if, again, like, these are pretty good. Like, MoviePass definitely needs to be on there. Galaxy Fold absolutely needs to be on there. Um, the Facebook and uh, Libra, the c- cryptocurrency, like, that was a flop. But at the same time, I don't know if it actually... Took I off. don't know if enough, Yeah, I don't know if it took off. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas the Fold, like, came out and people had it in their hands and then it just did not work. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think the five not quite Note Seven level should be higher too. I do agree. That is such a like because just a dick move. <laughs> well, not only that, but then like that, like yeah, false advertising is like a huge no no in like today and like everything advertising. And not only that, but like it it kind of hurt the whole marketplace, as Denton said earlier, of like being able to understand what five G really is. So like yeah, even AT and T kind of screwed up everybody else and the other carriers who did 5g correctly but like like, people don't know you need a 5g phone to utilize 5g and that's why i think that might be a bigger flop is because you've you hurt more than just your company like you've hurt phone like every phone in general most and i think people also have unreal expectations as to when they're going to get 5g oh yeah there's still people that ask today it's like hey should i like, should I be getting this? We, we said this numerous times, but should I be getting this S10 or should I be getting the S10 5G? And I say, well, it depends on, like, your usage and what you're doing. But most likely, by the yet. yeah, by the next time you're ready to upgrade a phone, then start looking at 5G. Like, it's just not it's just not there. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to the Phone Buzz Podcast, the show brought to you by three guys that sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz Podcast and give us a follow and review the Spotify uh, for wherever you listen to our podcast. <laughs> We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. And our special guest this week. And I'm Denton Olson. Have a good one. <laughs> Bye. Peace. <laughs>